Hi, and welcome to Making the Effort. My name is Chris, and with me is my co-host. Michi. And this week, I thought that we would start from the beginning, from when we were young, and talk about how we've changed from that time of our lives, because we're both in our mid-twenties, and we're at a very transitionary point in our lives, and right now is a good stage to kind of look back and reevaluate yourself as a human being throughout the phases of your life, specifically that of childhood to adulthood. Christopher, tell me, how were you like as a child? Like, what were your priorities? What were your fears? What, like, what defined you as a tiny human being? I don't know about tiny, but I guess as a child, my priorities mainly revolved around myself, very selfish child, thinking about my free time and making time for the things I was interested in outside of like school hours. If I wasn't hanging with my family, doing homework, then I was probably trying to be by myself and doing some of the interests that I have, you know, video games, reading, that kind of thing. Not a very social child. I can, I can kind of see that, actually. I was, I don't think I was not social. I, I did have my hobbies. I like to read a lot. Like, I devoured books as a child, but I did have a good group of friends. Like, I was always with someone. I was never really alone. I think it's because that I was never really alone that I had the chance to really focus on other aspects. And the, the thing that I really hyper-focused on was my studies, making sure that I didn't fail. At school, we have this system where you had a blue eagle, a red eagle, or a gold eagle, and I did my hardest to get at least one of those eagles. Of course, the gold one would be the best, and I strive for it because I didn't want to be seen as a disappointment. I didn't want to be a failure, and being a failure meant that I would disappoint my parents, I would disappoint my friends, even though I'm sure my friends didn't really care if I wasn't as intelligent, I guess. But being a disappointment, or rather not being a disappointment, was the driving motivation behind all of my decisions as a child. I can totally relate to that. When I wasn't being selfish and worrying about my free time, the other thing that I cared about as a child was making sure that I wasn't disappointing my parents. So both my parents were teachers, they're retired now, but as teachers, obviously school was very important to them. So making sure that I was doing well in school was always a priority to me because I didn't want to be that disappointment to them. And then also growing up in a, a Christian household, making sure things like watching my language, uh, the things I said or the things I was interested in, just so I didn't have anything that I cared about or talked about that would upset them. <laughs> that that would upset them? What, like Harry Potter? <laughs> no, no, they weren't, they weren't that strict, but <laughs> swearing in general, they were the kind of parents to, you know, not let me play violent games, you know, no Call of Duty or anything like that. Oh, you're a product of, I guess, North American parenting? Cause yeah, I, I guess. As a child, my parents let me watch anything. <laughs> <laughs> And I guess when you, when we grew up, what part of, what, how, how would you say you've changed from all of those priorities that you mentioned to now as an adult? How different would you say you are? 
I would say I'm very different. I'm, I'm still a pretty shy and reserved person, but I think my mindset has really changed. Like, as, as an adult, I realized I, I had to decide what I wanted to do. I couldn't keep just doing what my parents wanted. I wouldn't be completely happy letting someone else direct my life. So I had to, like, take that initiative, figure out what I wanted, and go out and, and get it for myself, I guess. And that kind of mindset goes from thinking only about yourself and then realizing that in the real world, you can't really get by by just yourself. And maybe as a child in like grade four or grade five, something like that, it's easier to get through school and life by yourself. But when you hit like university or you get a job, you realize that you can't live just by yourself. You, you need other people. You need the support and the knowledge from other people around you. See, that's kind of interesting to me. You say that you're you're very, very different now, that as a child you were kind of doing things in your own self-interest and then you grow up and you mentioned that you kind of figured out as an adult that you have to live your own life, that you can't be dictated by the desires of your parents or your family. That's it's interesting to me because I think there's a, a part of you that was very independent as a child grew up with you and you are now as an adult with all the freedom that an adult has are exerting that ability to make your own decisions and without your parents being like wait no but you are my little baby child <laughs> they still do that but <laughs> I mean parents never really not I don't know. I, I thought it was just funny that you said that you were incredibly different because I don't think I ever grew out of my childhood fears. Like, all the things that I was afraid of, like being a disappointment and failing, I still have that. And I, I still feel that greatly. And a big part of my driving force is still, I hope I'm not disappointing anyone that I love. The only real change that I felt growing up was that I found, or rather, I, as I consumed more media, and of course I would, I would grow older and everyone else would grow older with me, I once again had to be faced with our mortality. Like, human beings die. And the only difference growing up is now I realize that relationships are a priority, especially as you grow old, because once these people go away, they're, they're just gone forever. Not to be too dark, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after listening to you, I've, I came to like a realization that it's it's almost like what I said as a child is reversed as an adult. That I was selfish about my free time, but like the way I live my life was for my parents. And I feel like as an adult, it's almost the opposite. That I live my life for myself, but I'm more open about giving my free time to others. Because that's part of living in society. That's part of, you know, doing what you want to do is you you need other people. So part of needing other people is being with them and giving them your free time and support and all of this. Because you can't get that from them without being a part of that relationship. Right. I wonder if a part of it is just the human, the humanness of, because we've been with our parents for so, so long. And there's a part of us that's like, I need to go see other people. I need to go see the world. I need to leave the nest. And I wonder if that's something that's just ingrained into <laughs> our biology, that we need to go out and conquer our own world. Yeah, like, you know how, like, some animals have ingrained into them, like salmon, they go back to the place of their birth to have their youngins. 
we as humans are just like ingrained into us that when we become adults, we have to go leave and discover things for ourselves. Now, is it ingrained into us or is, is it something that we is a part of human nature or is it something that we've developed as, as a human society? Like you are now able to walk and hold things by yourself and drink out of a cup without the sippy top. You must now be a productive member of society because I'm too, I'm getting too old to take care of you. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a discussion for a different time, but it's just the psyche of the human is different. So what was your moment of like, this is it. This is, I'm an adult now. I All of the things that I used to know as a child have now changed to whatever they need to be as an adult. I think for me that turning point of adulthood was like the realization that you can't just be selfish. You have to be able to empathize with others. You have to be able to relate and speak to and, and live with other people and in a good and meaningful manner. Because if you don't, if you're not empathetic, if you're just being selfish, you end up hurting those around you. And I think ultimately that holds you back as a human from accomplishing what you're setting out to do. Because for the most part, I don't think most people will really want to help you if you're being a jerk and only looking out for yourself. I think the best way to get through life is to do it with other people and use their support and support them also in what their goals and dreams are. Hmm. That's... <laughs> That's interesting to me, only because I don't actually think I'm an adult yet. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've. I don't think I can call myself an adult yet. I. I am an adult by age, I guess. Legally, I am an adult, but emotionally, I don't think I can classify myself as an adult. I do have a moment. I think it was a few years back, about four years back. I would have been twenty-two where I was talking to my parents and I don't remember what we were saying mostly because they were talking and then I was looking at them and I was spacing out into their face I suppose and it, I had a movie moment of they they were talking and it would go silent and I wouldn't be it would like get really muffled and I wouldn't I couldn't hear what they were saying because I was too focused on what their face looked like and I noticed the crow's feet on my mother's eyes and the fine lines on her forehead. And I thought to myself, holy crap, like my parents are getting old. Whatever that moment did is, like I said, being faced with the mortality of my parents kind of matured me in a sense that I, I don't have the time I used to have as a child anymore. And that's really the only difference I can think of. That's the only line I can see now between me being a child and me being an adult. I think I can't really see myself as an adult because, I mean, as a child, I, f I had to grow up early. Things happened in my childhood, and because of it, I felt like I had to grow up quickly. Because if I didn't grow up quickly, I feel like I would have become a statistic of, you know, kids with behavior problems because it stemmed from their bad childhood. And once again, if I became a statistic, I felt like I would have been a failure. And if I was a failure, I would have been a disappointment. It's that kind of long, like, sort of mental gymnastics that I did as a child that made me adopt this mindset of, I think I'm more adult than I should have been as a child. So now in actual adulthood, I don't feel like I got any further than what I was when I was younger. You know how when you're like a kid and you think you're invincible and you can do anything and that you're going to live forever 
death like in old age is such a far off concept for like an 11 year old so your like movie moment sort of like reminds me of that like trope i guess of like you come of age and realize i can't do everything i am going to die at some point Mm -hmm. i'm not the invincible child i thought i was Mm -hmm. i think that's a a thing about what how i felt though because i never really felt that as a child i never really thought that i was invincible that i was going to live forever that as as a child because of what i mentioned about my childhood i was aware that bad things were a part of this world i mean death is it's a part of life but it's a very sad and unfortunate part of life i wish you know i wish the people we love didn't have to grow old and go away forever into some dark unknown but as a child i was already kind of aware of the darkness that existed in the world and i learned early on kind of how to exist without shocking myself it's i guess a simple metaphor would be you know how people will mention that they'll they'll go to high school and then they'll leave they'll graduate high school and they'll go into university and the the change in environment and the change in how the the expectations and how they're supposed to do things it's it's so different that the first few months of their first year they kind of struggle a little bit trying to adjust because of all of the things that i mentioned i felt like when i transitioned into like it's like when i hit 18 i thought to myself what's different i don't feel any different than i hit 20 and 21 and i thought to myself well what's different and then even last year when i hit 25 it didn't feel any different at all and there's an unfortunate thing when a child has to grow up really early because then there's a new set of problems of I don't really think I had very much of a childhood because I didn't have that clear separation of things were great and rainbows and I imagined myself as a superhero versus now I'm more grounded as an adult and I'm here to embrace my freedom. Which, you know, I mean, there, there are good things that can be there are nicer things than, you know, your mortality that you embrace as, as an adult, you know? Like, I like the freedom a lot. <laughs> the, free, the freedom is great. <laughs> The critical thinking is also amazing. I love being at an age where I have the aptitude to actually understand things now and to actually learn things at a higher level. You know, when things blow my mind, the feeling of it is amazing. Yeah, I I think there's something to be said where, like, as a child, learning is essentially your job. And since you're forced into it, you know, not everyone's going to like that. But as an adult, you know, when you're out in the world and you have you have a job or or, you know, family to take care of, learning isn't necessarily a job. Like maybe it's part of your job, but it's more just an interest that you can follow after. So if you're an adult deciding, oh, I want to learn about greenhouse emission issues as an adult, when you're like learning about that, that's your own interest, your own prerogative. And I think there's something great that comes out of being like, this is something I wanted to learn and I accomplished it rather than this is something my teacher wanted me to learn and she says or he says I accomplished it so I guess I did yeah I mean it's it goes back to what I was saying about how you know the freedom is nice because then you have the freedom to actually pick what information you want to keep in your brain and pick what interests you and what sparks something in you and because you as a person choose that thing to learn it feels good 
it feels so much nicer because it's like you, the human, with this identity that's forming, choosing something to ingrain even further into your identity. It's an amazing feeling and I think that's something that you can only really do once you get a little older and you get past your cognitive stages and you get past you know the basics you know being able to walk being able to add numbers your first language all of that stuff and i think not to go back to like being all depressing but going the, the thing about learning a lot of things as an adult and consuming a lot of media as an adult is the cloud that's always hovering above you that kind of tries gets you to realize that you can't learn everything you can't see everything and you can't do all of the things you want to do and that's one of the things in your later years of life that you have to face as well when you when you get older your body starts to your physical being starts to degrade and you realize oh god i can't do that hike anymore that i've been putting off for years because i thought i had time and when you're when you're a child when you want to do something you kind of just do it there's no hesitation there and that's the biggest like one of the biggest things about being a child versus being an adult is because of your lack of awareness of consequence when you're a child, when you want to do something, you just do it. It's the adults around you that kind of have to say, like, hey, you need to not do that because there will be consequences. And you will get hurt or other people will get hurt. But as a child, you live your best life because there's no hesitation there. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. As a child, you just don't have the experience. You don't know that the top of the stove is hot or that you know, sticking a fork into the electrical outlet is a bad idea. And hopefully those are lessons that you don't have to learn from doing it. Hopefully those are the kinds of lessons that an adult teaches you, but you don't have to experience it yourself. But you know, there's there's other lessons like failure is okay. These kinds of things that as a child, I think you learn it by doing it, by experiencing it, by feeling the pain or the, the sadness or the, you know, whatever bad feelings. That's how you learn. That's how you gain the experience to, as an adult, hesitate from touching that stove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, I mean, it's not really just the things that hurt you either. It's like when you watch a playground of children and you'll see the kids running around and the ones that they'll, they'll slide, like they won't even think about it they're gonna jump and they're gonna slide down the fireman pole and kids have no fear they don't they don't know that bones can be broken yet so they just do it i think that's something that adults need to kind of keep as they transition on and it's i know it's difficult because you know as you get older you become more aware of the things around you you become aware of you know the aches in your body and the terrible drivers on the highway and and all of these things what you were afraid of as a child is magnified as an adult, I think. If as a child, if you were afraid of like the monster under your bed or just being in the dark, whatever fear that is as an adult gets 10 times worse because then as an adult, you know, the fear under the bed has a name. It's called paranoia. <laughs> fear of the dark is the fear of not knowing things because now that you know so many things it's almost incomprehensible to not know things like how could we not know things after we've lived on this earth for so long and it's scary like, being yeah, an adult like, ha have is... we not explored like all the ocean yet have we like how are there still mysteries about our world that we that we haven't solved yeah exactly it's scary being an adult is scary and childhood ignorance is kind of nice but freedom is nice too <laughs> it's almost like children
children are optimists until they gain experience, then everyone becomes cynical. <laughs> I don't know about that. Because I think the thing about optimism is you kind of have to choose to see the brighter side of things. And as a child, you can't really be optimistic because you don't know what the other things are. You don't have that choice you don't choose to be happy. You don't choose to look on the bright side or see silver linings because you just don't know. You're still a little child. <laughs> but as an adult, you can either be a cynic or you can choose to look at things and try to paint it in a positive light. There's a quote that I like by David Foster Wallace about how you, as, as an adult, you kind of choose the road that you want to go on. And you, once you choose, you realize that you can't really go back because time, time doesn't really work like that. And when you choose, you also have to live with the consequence of what you've chosen. So you can either grow up and be cynical or grow up and find that the bad things do exist, but the good things around it make everything worth it. You know, like Sam's monologue in Lord of the Rings where Frodo's like, well, why are we doing this? And Sam, Sam tells him, because there's good in this world and that's worth fighting for. Yeah, and I think the false optimism of being a child should transition on to becoming actual, like, true chosen optimism as an adult. I mean, I'm not here to say that I have that, that I did that, because I feel like the things that I kept with me from childhood to adulthood is really still like all my fears and all of my heartache and all of my disappointments i guess they're, they're all still the same i'm still like a good chunk of me is still that child that was like years and years ago yeah i mean just because you're an adult like the experiences you had as a child they don't go away they're just the building blocks that helped make you who you are today there's a quote by Tony Robbins that I like, where he talks about that everything that happened to a person, you have a choice about what you think about those events. You can let them weigh you down that, you know, there's bad things that have happened to you, or you can take all the things that happened to you, good and bad, and use those as a way to shape yourself into the person you want to become. I really like the idea that your mindset is what defines you and not the events that happen to you. Yeah. I understand that it can be difficult because sometimes life will happen and you're, it really does kind of suck sometimes that life life happens, you know, when something not ideal happens and, mm -hmm. you know, they you, get, you ask them, like, are you okay? And then they, go just, they just go like, oh, life. Like, life is terrible, like, absolutely terrible. And it's good to remember that a good chunk of life really is the, the accumulation of your choices. Being disappointed in life, and it's, you know we're we're doing evaluation in our like mid twenties, is because of this. It's good to look back and see what sort of choices you've made that have brought you to this point. If you can't change what those choices have done to you now, then how do you work with what you have now so that the next phase of your life will be something so much better? To me, I'm what I'm hoping my next phase will be is a little more independence from certain obligations. I feel that I have a lot of things that tie me down 
and I mean it's not a bad thing like I have obligations to to like my family members I have a large dog that I feel very very much motherly love to and it's wonderful that I do have these these obligations to fulfill but as much as I understand that the things and the people around me die I also will die <laughs> I, I want to reach a point in my life where I don't worry so much about the terrible things that could happen and all the regret. That's, that's the worst part, too, about being older is... I don't want to say, like, being an adult. It's just being older and having lived your life in this world a little longer is when you're a child, you don't really understand what regret is necessarily. Like, you're not going to go... You're not going to eat, like, seven pizza pockets and then <laughs> go to school and then at school have an insane tummy ache and be like, oh, I regret eating those seven pizza pockets. Because at the time when you were eating those seven pizza pockets, you were having the time of your life. As an adult, I want to have that same level of non regretance you know? Yeah, I think for me, it's pretty similar, that idea that I want, you know, more independence, same kind of idea that I also have obligations that tie me down that I, I do like. But I think, like you were saying before, the thing about being an adult that you like is is the freedom that comes with it. I think when you're looking for your, your next step, or at least when I'm looking for my next step, it's what other choices can I make? You know, what other what other freedoms are there for me to choose from so that I can carve, you know, my own path, that I can really do what I want to do, that I can make what I want of my life until I guess you get to the point where you become too old and then you're ready to relinquish some of those freedoms to be <laughs> to be taken care of and have a more comfortable life. I like the the picture of on the, on the internet it's like you you start off as a baby and you have all these people taking care of you and you become an adult and then you become an old person and then you go back to the state of everyone else taking care of you. Yeah, exactly. In in that picture, your your starting point and your end point is defined, but everything in between isn't really. Like what is what is the difference between being a child and being an adult anyway? Like how do you really truly know that like do you just wake up one day and you're like, I'm, I've hit 18, I am now adult. I don't think there's any, like, hard cutoffs. I mean, if you look at, like, countries around the world, in some countries it's 18, or maybe you can drink at 21, or, like, there's there's all these different ways to measure, because as humans, we don't really know. There's no way to say everyone's an adult by this age, because we're all different people. Like we were talking about, adulthood is the accumulation of the experiences you have, uh, and some people, they might have more experiences for good or bad as they grow up, and like you said, some people need to grow up faster so it's not like an overnight process of becoming an adult you don't wake up on your 18th birthday and are suddenly filled with all the wisdom and <laughs> ideas of adulthood you wake up how amazing would it be if you wake up when you're 18 and you're like i know how to do taxes it's because secretly while you were sleeping your parents just like changed the disc in your brain and loaded in the adulthood program <laughs> oh my God, we're all actually just like robots we learn the secret of being robots when we're adults so the fact that we th still think that we're human means that we haven't reached that point yet. But yeah, you don't need to force yourself to become an adult. 
it'll happen to you when when it's time when you've had all the experiences you need to learn enough about who you are in the world around you so if you're the kind of person that like stresses over like am i an adult yet am i doing adult things i would say don't focus on that focus on what experiences can i have what are the things i can learn uh what are the things i can see in myself and see in other people and eventually if you keep doing that you'll have all the experiences you'll need and one day you'll just realize been an adult now I've been an adult for exactly two days. But yeah, I totally agree with what you mean. Don't grow up too fast. I think that's, that's something we can all agree on. Just don't don't grow up too fast. So many people try a little too hard to become the antithesis of a being a child. And when when you're an adult and you, you become all the things that you don't think a child is anymore, you are faced with a lot of a lot of difficulty. A lot of difficult decisions and just don't grow up too fast. It's okay to remain a child for a little longer. Just because you've reached a certain age doesn't mean you have to do all these adult things. You have to go out and drink. Go out and like smoke cigarettes and have all sort of hanky panky. And you don't it, have to have it all figured out. You don't have to have it all figured out. Yeah, it's totally fine that you don't. And even as an adult already, it's totally fine if you're an adult and you have moments where you just want to crawl into bed and curl up with a blanket and think to yourself like i just i wish i was back home in the comfort of my like my mother's arms and just i need someone to take care of me i'm tired like it's okay to do that too yeah and it's okay to be an adult to think you know what you're doing and realize like hey the what i thought i wanted to do what i thought i wanted to do in school isn't actually what i want to do like that's another experience for you to learn from and yeah it's it's just part of growing up and like i said the and like what you said like like the growing up is not measured really by the things that happen to you necessarily it's an accumulation of how you experience them it's if i would if you if you would ask me what defined being an adult is i would say that it is you, you know when you're an adult when you can take life for what it is and realize that you're probably going to be okay Thank you for joining us in this week's episode. Listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to us, or whatever podcasting platform you prefer. And we will see you again. Bye! Bye! <laughs>